it's Chili. Hey guys, it's sure nice to be with you again. This is a podcast for God's sakes. I'm going to tell you a little story here. The year was 1990. Uh, I was living in downtown Austin, the Ensenal condominiums. My job was, I was division president of a national title company. My main office was downtown. I was driving a real fancy little Ford Ranger pickup that I taught uh, Amy and Andrew how to drive in. They would shift and cry at the same time trying to go down to dirt roads. But this Ranger pickup was hardly what the president of a large title company in Austin, Texas, would drive. So I was in the market for something a little bit more upscale for my fabulous position. So I said about looking for a car. Well, my father-in-law, oh, called me and said, I know you're looking for a fancy car and there's a Mercedes Benz that's been in this guy's barn for a few years, but he'll take $2,000 for it. And I said, well, shit, I'm going, I'm going to be up there as soon as I can. So off to North Texas, I went, you know something, kids? That Mercedes Benz was a 1964 280S. It was parked in a barn, and it was the principal domicile for numerous rodents and goats. I mean, it, and it had four flat tires, and it was just it was just filthy. But me being the optimist that I am, I said, "Man, I think this thing will work." So. Pumped the tires up, put a battery in it, cranked it, and that thing cranked right up. I said, you know, I think this thing will make it to a mechanic. I drove it to a mechanic in North Texas. I said, I want to take this thing home to Austin with me. He said, how far drive is that? I said, well, I think it's about three and a half hours. He said, with this car in this shape, it might be three and a half days until you get home. So I said, you know, just give me a bicycle pump that I can pump these tires up with, and I think I'm on my way. Well, off I went and got home okay. And I spent about $800 a month keeping the auto running. It had flat tires, it had dirt in a carburetor, it had, it was filthy, goats had been living in it. I mean, it was, I washed it down with patchouli, essential oil, and Clorox to get the damn smell of the rats and goats out of the thing. I got some compounding wax, and I mean, you could see into next week in that beautiful, luxurious shine of that car. It was deep maroon. It had gray leather interior that was, the back seat was mostly eaten by the goats and digested in the back seat and the remnants were still kind of rolling around the back seat. <laughs> I couldn't get, I couldn't get all the goat shit out of that car if I ever, if I lived to be a thousand. But anyway, I decided I was just going to drive that car. So I, I got rid of my little truck. Uh, and uh, an automobile is what I named this car. My mother's name is Bielstein. I thought Otto was kind of a nice German name. 
and I decided to throw a little levity in it. So the middle name of this vehicle was Mo for one of the three stooges. So it was Automobile Stein, condensed to Automobile. And that's what I did on my vanity license plate when I registered. So the car became Auto. It was, I'd been in, in Austin for about a year. And Austin, July in Austin generally gets pretty hot. And the chairman of the board of directors and the chief financial officer were flying into Austin for a big time meeting at my office. I was meeting them at the airport with Otto. You know, I had the air conditioning fixed. It was great. The, the windows used to, I couldn't keep them up. So I took golf tees and cut them in half, wrapped them up with uh, rubber bands and stuck that down between the window and the, in the door frame, and voila, the window stayed up. Now somebody had stolen the big old Mercedes star off the hood. So what I did is I took a nice golf ball, super glued it to a golf tee, cut the end of the golf tee. The golf tee's very practical things to have. I cut the end of that off and glued the damn thing in the uh, in the hood of the car after I'd painted it bright silver. So here I was driving down the road with this silver golf ball in front of me. It was magic. Anyway, I picked these guys up the airport. They got in auto. They were just, they had their big old wool suits on in the middle of summer. And the air conditioning was blowing on them real nicely. And I I was really squiring them. I moved out into the uh, into the traffic, I, we were headed to the office, and uh, Otto died. I couldn't crank Otto back up. Here we were sitting in the middle of traffic, people honking at us, and I said, boys, I hate to ask you to do this. And the chairman of the board was about 75 years old. I said, would you guys mind pushing me out of traffic and on the side of the road? And they got out and you know, pushing me around, so I called a cab, and um, we went back to the office, and they were both just sweating like hell, and um, the story was told about Otto. My boss, my boss, who was the regional vice president, came up and said, now, this is the most pathetic thing I've ever heard of in my life. I said, well, what are you talking about? He said, God damn it, don't you tell anybody you get a really nice car allowance because that car doesn't work. Uh, we had some friends come down from Dallas to visit us in Austin, and they were getting ready to leave. So we decided to follow them up halfway to uh, Dallas and stop at West, West Texas. It was a, uh, a Czech community. It was just really a wonderful place. They had a little, um, a little, filling station convenience store called the check stop. And they had super hot chubbies. They're lit, they're kolaches with these Polish sausages in them. I mean, it would just make you bark and run around on you by hands and knees. I mean, they were so good. So we loaded auto up with gasoline, check the oil, check the water, two dozen hot chubbies. And we were going back to Austin. Needless to say, Otto was not of the same goal as I was. Otto wouldn't start. Couldn't start the damn thing. We had people come in with booster cables and stuff like that. It wouldn't even crank. So I called 
a garage and had auto towed over there. The, uh, the, the record driver uh, drove me to the airport where I rented a car and went back to Austin. Well, about two weeks later, the uh, mechanic called me and said, I think this thing will go a little bit. It needs a new engine. I said, how much is it? He said, $2,859. And I said, I said, is that with or without tax? He said, that's without tax. I'll take cash. I said, okay, well, we, you know, we might do that. Uh, needless to say, as, as I hung the phone up, I said, that's the last I'll see of auto. I said, I, I got I went down to, to Waco and had auto. I cranked it up, drove into the first car dealership, and I said, I want that car over there. How much would be the difference? Well, they told me it'd be a little over fourteen five. I said, I'll take it. And let me tell you about that car. That car was a 1991 Chrysler LeBaron fastback with a turbo engine in it. And that car, the new name of the car was Mr. Fist. But Mr. Fist turned out to be a total disaster. Cars and me haven't gotten along all the, all my life, but I got a good one now. But this is Chili signing off. Chill out and watch those intersections.